Hello, everybody. Oh, wait, I forgot to put my microphone on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't work. No. Let's, uh, Corey, let's check. I don't know that my mic is working either. This, we are all, all right, let's we check, see if people can hear us or not. Please, if you can hear us. Hello. Please give us a sign. <laughs> okay, somebody said got it. We Jeez, are. We're, ha we're having some technical issues this morning. We lost our cool intro music. Yeah, we were supposed to have some lovely music to uh, welcome you all in. That, I did, don't know. that did not work. <laughs> sadly. But uh, I know. It's funny because we tested everything. Oh, you know what? You didn't even get your laptop out either. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we are all kinds <laughs> of. All right. Well, bear with us today. We're going to. Um, <laughs> where we, it's almost like we were off for two weeks. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna sneak you know, I don't yet. even think you need it. We can... I'm going to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to, I will. Uh, we were just talking today. I said that you're going to get a little uh, view of how the sausage is made. And Luke said he never heard that uh, uh, term before. I'm curious if anyone else has. But... Welcome to Tech Talk Live. I'm Corey Ballard. Uh, I am an assistive technology specialist here at Vision Forward. The man climbing under the table and is now back uh, is Luke Scriven, also an assistive technology specialist Hello. here. Um, we do uh, Tech Talk Lives every other Thursday, uh, so twice a month, 11 a.m. Central Time. Thanks for joining us. We do it via Zoom, but also broadcast via YouTube Live. Our sessions are, uh, they are available for ACVREP credit. So if you need any uh, continuing education credits, we are providing them through ACVREP. The way you're going to do it is you're going to head over to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive and you'll see a link there under the ACVREP resources heading, and you'll fill in your evaluation, including the entrance and exit code, which we'll get to in just a bit. I'm, uh, I'm freestyling uh, while Luke gets uh, himself in. <laughs> You're doing a wonderful yes, job. But uh, you'll put in your entrance and exit code, you'll pay your $10, and you'll get a certificate in the mail for your ACVREP credit. We'll uh, cover that entrance code in just a moment. Like I mentioned, I'll, I'll let you know what it is now. It is screen, and we'll put it up on the screen uh, in a little bit, but it is screen, S-C-R-E-E-N. Now, you might think you know what the exit code is by what our topic is today, but I'm going to give you a little warning. Uh, it's not what you think, so make sure you cunning. go. Cunning, very cunning. <laughs> make sure you go through. Uh, our whole Tech Talk Live today. Corey, so, Corey, tell yeah. us, what is our topic today? I saw somebody was asking in the chat. Oh, well, great question. Our, our topic today, we're actually doing a two-part series. It's going to be this week and our next session, which will be in two weeks. We are talking about um, four strategies for uh, 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 web browsing with a screen reader. And so we're going to be talking about four strategies that we find that make browsing web pages uh, easier with a screen reader. And this is going to be geared not only for screen reader users, but also individuals who do training or... Uh -oh. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't want to mute both. <laughs> You're, um, uh, also, for those who support screen reader users, so if you're either a trainer or a support staff uh, of an individual or a student or client, 
who uses a screen reader, this will be beneficial for you as well. So today we're going to be starting with our first two strategies. And, um, and then next uh, session in two weeks, we'll cover the second two strategies. And uh, we may have a, a fifth one in there, a bonus strategy uh, too that we can, Ooh, we can talk about. That's a, I know. One, that's a new one on me. Yeah, well, I'll figure out what it is. Uh, that would be uh, throwing the computer against the wall until it does what you want it to do. Yes, yeah. that's, a, that's a good strategy. That's my that favorite strategy. That typically works. Yeah. Um, so again, the today's entrance code, I don't know if you have a chance to throw it I up did, on. it's up there. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Yep. And if you yep. could yep. throw it in the chat as yes, well, too. Indeed. Awesome. Uh, today's opening code is screen. So Luke and I will be uh, tag teaming today's session. He is going to be starting our session with the first strategy, and then I'll be taking the second strategy. And, and, and really the way that we've kind of devised these strategies is, is really the same way that we introduce them when we do training with clients. And so we kind of start with the, the most basic strategy and then we'll start to build off of that one as we move to strategy two, three, and four. Um, and the reason I think that we talk about doing, saying, you know, strategies is that we, it's really impossible to train somebody on web pages. You know, unlike Microsoft Word or Outlook, where the content may change, but the structure and the the way it looks and the way it acts is always the same. Uh, even though, let's let's say in Outlook, if you've got two different emails, the content's different, but how you work with them and the way it's laid out is is the same. That's not true about web pages. Every single web page you go to is different from the prior one. So. It's not that we train individuals on specific web pages, although we do that in cases where people are using specific web pages for work or school, but more what we do is teach them these strategies so that when they leave our training and move on, they can uh, handle unfamiliar websites on their own. And there's a lot of websites out there. Yes, more there is. every day. There, it does. Yes, yeah. it, it is. I lost count. Yeah, me too. I was I was up to a, a billion, <laughs> and uh, after that, it got a bit difficult. You, you, yeah. you didn't want to start over again. <laughs> no, I had enough at that point. Um, okay, now quick question before we go on any further: for the people who are able to see the screen, do they see me and Corey with our lovely background, or do they see just a big gray screen that says Luke Scriven? If anybody could uh, put that in the chat. Somebody said yes. Oh, they see the jaws. Okay. <laughs> Susan says, I see two guys and a shark. Yes, that is so. correct. <laughs> that Excellent. is so do, Does anybody know why we have chosen the shark as our background today? We'll give a, a bonus point for anybody that wants to throw. And speaking of that, uh, please feel free to put any comments or questions into the chat, or you can also use the Q&A. I think most people end up using chat. But remember, if you use the chat, both Luke and people, because I think last time it yes, you know, yes, when yes, you yes. when you put in your chat, make sure yes. you're sending it to uh, everyone, panelists and all attendees. You don't want to send just private messages. I mean, I guess you could, but make sure you're sending it to everybody so that they see it. Yeah, and I'm seeing every, a lot of people are in the chat, so I think people have got Good. the hang of that. And we are also sending uh, messages to everybody. So Good. Uh, Did we get uh, any answer to our bonus question? Of we why we've had chosen? approximately, we had as many answers to our question as there are web pages on the internet. Okay, good. Yeah, any so, right answers? No, they, no, they were all totally wrong. Okay. No, no, I'm like, <laughs> they, were, they were all correct. It is all right, indeed 
our reference to Jaws. Very and much. I'm glad to say that the shark is over Corey's side of the desk rather than over my side of the desk because it does look quite hungry. So it's uh, convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient. I'm the one that's gonna yeah, yeah. take the brunt of it. Hey, you know, if, uh, if uh, I'll take if it I, for the team. If I get to set things up, this is the way it's gonna go. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. All right, so we're going to take a look at our first strategy now. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that this is going to work considering the technical issues that we've been having today. So I will want you guys to, um, to let us know if you aren't getting any audio or if the video is messed up or anything like that. So you switch the scene? Uh, yep, so I'm about oh. to switch the scene. So here we go. Now you're going to get a glimpse at the back end here while I switch the scene over. Um, let's just go ahead and minimize OBS there. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, and let's go ahead and minimize zoom. I oh, know we can't minimize zoom. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We're going to open up Chrome here. Make sure you turn on JAWS. Yes, I'm going to oh, do that cool. in a second. Perfect. Oh, I have, I've got oh, it all right. going on. I shouldn't, I, I'll just talk with the shark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so far, you guys should be seeing a um, web page up on the screen. And now we're going to turn on JAWS, and I'm hoping that you're going to be able to hear JAWS. Full speech. Well. Okay, so please let me know if you hear anything. Search here. by voice button. Google search button. I'm feeling lucky button. Google search button. From okay. Sharon Aylesworth to everyone calling like yes. Oh, we are good to go. Okay. From Cynthia Bergeron to all of Google. So, uh, here we From are. We to have gone calling, to we a web browser. This is, Terry uh, Davis has this is Google Chrome. And uh, we are going to be taking a look at our first strategy for navigating a web page. And this is our most basic strategy. And this is uh, what we are going to call arrowing. So using the arrow keys on the keyboard to navigate uh, through a web page. Now, there's a few advantages and a few disadvantages with arrowing. So we're going to talk a little bit about those. One quick note, though, uh, Corey, Corey wanted me to mention something um, specifically about when we first go to web pages, which I think is, is a good tip. Um, he recommends that when we first go to a web page, we make sure that we're at the top of that web page um, so that we know exactly where we're situated before we start doing anything else. And in order to make sure that we are at the top of our web page with uh, JAWS or with, uh, with any screen yeah. reader, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can do a control home and that will put us at the top of the web page. So as I came onto this web page, I did a control home. And now we are at the top of the web page. And from here, we're going to start using our arrow keys. So um, uh, for those of you who are able to see the browser window, you will see what, uh, what element of the web from page Greg Wansner to all panelists, call into your suggestions. The arrow keys because it will be highlighted. So at the moment, we're at the top of the page. Let's start to use our down arrow to move down through the page. Link about, link store, link Gmail, link images. Google Apps button collapsed. Google account colon vision forward and focus left paren vision forward dean follows at gmail.com right paren button. Search. Okay. Edit combo. And so as we moved through here, we started to hear the different elements. Now we are on Google's website at the moment. And so the nice thing about Google's website is um, it's very straightforward in terms of its layout. And as we use the arrow key, we moved one by one through the different elements on the page until we got to the uh, combo box where we can go ahead and type in something that we want to search for. Now, if I use my up arrow, it's going to reverse us through uh, those same items. Let me just go ahead and hit the up arrow a couple of times here. Search. Google account colon vision forward and focus left correct Google apps button link images. And so on and so forth. So I can navigate either way backward or forward. 
Now, while we're at this point, let's just talk about the layout of uh, web pages because the way that we see them visually and the way that we access them with the screen reader aren't necessarily going to be the same thing. And so uh, when we're looking at a web page, we see different elements in different uh, areas of the screen. And so we could uh, kind of tell somebody visually, you need to be in the top left, you need to be in the top right, you need to be in the middle, so on and so forth. Um, but for a screen reader, it doesn't work like that because the screen reader sees everything uh, lined up in a row. Uh, what's the best way to phrase that, Corey? I usually say it's like a li it's linear and it's just a, a vertical up and down list. Just a list, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So the screen reader is, is passing all of the information from the website and just putting it into a vertical list, which is why the arrow keys up and down work, because we're just moving through that list one item at a time. If you imagine that you're uh, using Microsoft Word, for example, to navigate through the sentences on a page, you would just use the up and down arrow keys. And it's exactly the same here uh, on, on a, an internet site as well. So if you are training somebody who is blind to use a screen reader, then giving those um, kind of directional cues that you might give somebody who's sighted aren't, you know, aren't so useful. And also visually, we might see as we arrow down that we're jumping around the web page. We're not necessarily moving in the way that we might expect, um, depending on how the web page is formatted. So there's uh, a couple of things to, to just bear in mind there. All right, um, so we're going to go ahead and go down to the search box, and we're going to see if we can do a search here. Google Apps button collapsed. Google account colon vision search. Edit combo space. Are you in the combo box, sir? Yes, I am. All right, so here I am into our combo box. And uh, we're having to listen to Jaws's output over a pair of speakers, mm -hmm. uh, a pair of uh, headphones on the table here. So it uh, <laughs> makes it a little bit trickier. But uh, here we are in the combo box. I'm going to go ahead and do a search for Vision, Vision. Forward because I hear it's a wonderful place. <laughs> and uh, we'll hit enter forward. to carry out enter. our search here. OK, so here we Vision are now. Forward we, have, search. Vision. we have done our search. Now, as I said before, we're going to hit Control Home. And that's going to take us up to the top of this internet page. Vision forward dash Google search. There we go. So now we're at the top of this page. Now we're going to take a look at arrowing on this page. We did find that it was quite useful for the Google home page because there wasn't a lot of stuff on that page. So arrowing um, you know, wasn't too laborious a process. But now we're on a more complicated web page. There's a lot more things on this web page. Let's see how long it takes us to get down to the first search result here, which is um, Vision Forward, our, which is our website. So I'm going to use my down arrow, and we'll see how long it takes us to get there. Heading level link skip to main content link accessibility help link accessibility feedback Google Apps button collapse Google account colon vision link graphic Google search vision forward edit combo clear button clear search by voice by Google search button heading level one search navigation region link maps link news link shopping link images more button menu settings button menu tools button collapse navigation read about 700 heading level one ads heading level three link vision forward dash vision rehabilitation aha and there we are so we saw I could just use my down arrow and we did manage to get to uh, the link that we wanted here in our search results. But it was kind of a laborious process. I had to press down. How many times did I press down? I know you were counting that. I did. Me. 28 and a half. <laughs> 
So I had to press the down arrow 28 and a half times in order to get to uh, this first link here, which is the one that I wanted. And obviously, if we wanted a link further down the list, we would have had to continue pressing our down arrow. And that highlights the problem that we have with our down arrow, which is it's not very efficient. It's not a very efficient way of navigating around a web page. Now, in my experience, and I, I'm sure in yours as well, Corey, uh, when we're training clients, um, sometimes using the arrow keys is the only skill that they will actually know. And so mm -hmm. they will be using the internet, but it just takes them such a long time to do everything. And obviously, that can be quite uh, frustrating. Um, so. Uh, arrow keys are a good tool, but uh, definitely not the most efficient way of doing things. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I, obviously, as we go on, we're going to be investigating some more efficient ways of doing things. Um, but the arrow keys, even once we've learned some more efficient ways of doing things, the arrow keys are still useful because um, there's a couple of things that they do well. Number one, if we go to a new web page that we've never been on before, um, one thing that we were pro are probably going to want to do is get our bearings on that web page. We're going to want to learn what is on that page. And there is a couple of ways of doing that, which we'll be talking about as we uh, go along. We can navigate by the different elements. Uh, we could bring up like a list of links or, and so on and so forth. But if we want to just hear everything that's on that page, we can just use the arrow keys. And again, it's going to be slow going. But what it will do is it will tell us every single element of that page. And we can start to build a mental map of, uh, of that particular web page. And I think um, you know, building a mental map is definitely the key to a more efficient um, website use, would yeah. you say, Corby? Yeah, I think that you know, for me personally, and I, and I find, to find myself to be a, uh, you know, pretty good at browsing around websites. Mm -hmm. And I think what I, for me, what, what I attribute it to is I am constantly building a mental map in my head. And for me, it's not so much, you know, visually left, right. For me, it's, it's top and bottom, you know, yeah. it's okay. This link here is below this other link here. Uh -huh. Now, obviously visually on the screen, that might not be true, but yeah. from a screen reader standpoint, that's that that mental map you're building is just basically a you know a, a vertical list and where does this element land yeah, on yeah. that list? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people, myself included, um, navigating the internet for the most part is a case of there are you know ten or twenty different websites that I will commonly go to. Mm -hmm. And you know, the better my mental map is of those websites, the more efficiently I can I can navigate around them. Um, so using the arrow keys is definitely a first good step in helping us to build up uh, that mental map. Now, mm -hmm. the other thing is that the arrow keys are a useful tool to use in conjunction with some of the other methods that we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit uh, later, either in this uh, session or in, in, in the next session. Um, so for example, um, I, I might know that if I um, go three headings down on a web page, that then I can use my down arrow from there to get to a specific element um, that I want to get to, and that that's the quickest way of getting to that particular mm -hmm. element and things like that. So um, arrow keys are, are definitely essential, even once we know these more advanced techniques of, uh, of internet page navigation. Yeah, as we talked at the beginning that, you know, we, we are starting out with strategy one, but it really is a building block and you yes, will yeah. use all four strategies together. 
Yeah, um, exactly. You, yeah, you, you yeah. really can't use one without the other. No. Five strategies. Don't forget, you promised us the secret you know strategy. You know what? Let's go six. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a competition? Yeah, Who can exactly. come up with we'll the most? down to like 20 strategies <laughs> by the end of the session. Strategy one is start your web browser. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's always an important first step. Um, cool. So that's the arrow keys. Being the uh, the sighted individual here, I got to talk about the uh, the, the easy <laughs> ones. So I'm quite happy about that. Um, but hopefully um, that uh, gave you an idea of um, why those are useful, but also why they're why they're not useful at the same time. Yeah. Um, just a quick question from the chat here. We did have a question from Greg who asks if we suggest a particular web browser with JAWS or NVDA. I think you're a Chrome fan, yeah, is that correct? Uh, um, at this point, you're the, the, the top three, and you could probably kind of, uh, in my opinion, Chrome and Firefox are interchangeable. Um, either one is, is, would be just fine, and in a lot of ways, they're quite similar from a keyboard command uh, standpoint. Uh, and then the third one that, that still I think is very good is the newer uh, Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Uh, that, that also is, is working quite well. So again, uh, Firefox, Chrome would be my top two, uh, and really either one is fine. Uh, and then Edge would be the third. An interesting point I think there as well is that um, sometimes some, a particular website will work better on one browser compared yeah. to another one. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of need to have a selection. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you from on a daily basis how many times, you know, for for any screen reader user who's going to be browsing the internet, you really need to have a well-equipped toolbox, which would include the three browsers started to answer live. and uh, as many screen readers as you can get. Yeah. If you can afford yeah. JAWS and you use JAWS, great, but you should also have NVDA uh, as a free option as well. Um, or if you're an NVDA, NVDA user, uh, maybe having JAWS, uh, even the 40-minute demo mode is, is a good idea because a lot of times you're figuring out which combination gives you the best access, which again, adds to the whole complexity uh, of, of browsing the internet. Yeah, I, I mean, internet browsing is pretty much the most difficult thing, I think, the screen reader user. Yeah. Yeah. would be doing, or at least your, your average screen reader user yeah. uh, would be doing, so. I would say so, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so strategy number one is in the bag. Boom. Yes, well, we should have had a sound effect, really. Tling, ling. <laughs> okay, there you go, good enough. Um, uh, now I'm going to pass over From to Greg Corey, Watson, and he Corey, is thanks, going Corey. to talk about strategy number two. Perfect, thank you. All right, so we are going to move on, and we're going to be using a lot of strategy one uh, as we begin to talk about strategy number two. And strategy number two is starting to do what's called element browsing. So basically when we talk about elements on a web page, we're talking about building blocks. Every bit of, uh, of element, every bit of, of, uh, bit of a, a website kind of works together to build the, the page overall. So for example, some elements may be just a block of text, just straight text on a web page is an element. A link is an element. An edit box, for example, the, the search edit box on Google is an element, a heading, a button. All of these are elements that make up the overall web page. Now, as we saw with using a, the arrow keys, Although it's a great way to learn the structure of a web page, it's not very efficient. And obviously, screen reader developers uh, also realized very quickly that using your arrow keys isn't the greatest way of doing Escape. it. 
And so they had designed into JAWS and into screen readers. And, and let me take a quick little side jag, and we should have maybe did this at the top of the uh, uh, program here today, that although we're using JAWS in this demonstration, uh, about 99% of what we are covering is for any, any screen reader, if you're a JAWS user or an NVDA user. Um, I can't say the same about VoiceOver on a Mac because they're, um, the way that they use their screen reader and the commands are, are very different. But Windows-based screen readers, um, most of these commands are going to be the same across the board. Um, so when we, when, so so no worries if you're a JAWS user or an NVDA user, uh, most of this will will carry over. So all of these elements, the screen reader developers just you know realize that going by arrow isn't the best way to do it. So what they had done is just de uh, developed uh, this element browsing. Vision and so for example, I'm going to go back up to the Vision top of the page here in Google and. In the last example, Luke showed down arrowing all the way to that search box uh, in Google. And it was probably, you know, 10-ish uh, arrow presses down to get there. And, and we got there. And, and that's okay. We were able to do it. But let's use an element instead. We know that that search box on Google here is an edit box. We know it's an edit field where we can type in text. And so we are going to use the command on our screen reader, the letter E, to move to the first edit box. Now, when we do this um, element browsing, please realize that it'll take you to the next uh, element type from where you're currently located on the web page. So if you're in the middle of the web page and there's an edit box above you and below you, pressing E is going to take you to the next edit box down the page. So it'll take the one below you, not to the one above you. So this is where that control home can really play a, a, a key role as well, because now you know where you are. There's nothing above you, everything is below you. So let's hit E. Search edit combo, vision And forward. you see that we jump immediately to that search edit combo, that search edit box. So one key press just took away 10 key presses that we had to do for the arrow key. And that's what's super important when we talk about using a screen reader, especially on the internet. Efficiency is important with a screen reader user. It's true that in most cases, you know, things take us a little bit longer with a screen reader. So if we can be more efficient and we can hit the least amount of keys as possible, that's our goal. So rather than hitting 10, we were able to hit one key to get to this same exact place. That's important, but the other important piece of it is we also skipped over a bunch of information that we don't need and information that could possibly confuse a, a user as well too. If they don't need to know the store, the images, the Google apps button, the account button, if that's not why they're on this page, then why are we, we don't really need to introduce that. It's just going to confuse them and be cognitive overload. So instead, one press got us exactly where we wanted to I be. I think definitely for users who are newer to screen reader uh, use, um, they can get overloaded, like you say, by all of the information oh, which yeah. uh, which the screen reader is given out. Which is a lot. Yeah, which is a lot. I mean, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, really. it, it really From Jason Abbott yeah. to everyone, so, Colin, when you get um, time, definitely can you discuss yeah, any issues you may have heard regarding Thank you. Uh, definitely having the ability to kind of cut out some of that information, like you say, in terms of cognitive overload, it yeah. uh, definitely is helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
Now, the other thing, so we landed on... Search, vision forward, edit combo. We landed on this edit box here, but we also can't just, even though we're on this edit box, we can't just begin typing because remember, by default, JAWS is in what we kind of call this non-forms mode or browse mode where letters move around by element. We hit E for edit field. So I can't start typing here. Instead, I need to hit enter on this edit box first in order to go into forms mode. Enter, search You hear region. a little pop noise. Now JAWS, we have told JAWS, hey, I don't want From you to navigate to when I Jason. get a letter. I want you to actually type. We are actually entering in text. Now we already have vision forward written in here and I can use my left and right arrow keys. I, S, I, O, N. I can review what each November. letter is in there. And we'll go ahead and hit enter again and I'll just perform the enter. search again for the same thing. Now we're going to go ahead and do a control hold vision. to go up to the top. Vision forward dash. Now remember last time Luke down arrowed uh, 28.5 times <laughs> to get to that search result. And that first search result he actually got to was technically, I think, an ad. It was an ad, yeah. But, yeah. but doesn't really matter in the fact that it got us to where I wanted, where we wanted to go. But now I know as a screen reader user um, that all of Google's search results are their own heading. And usually I tell people uh, that are just learning a screen reader, a heading uh, is basically, I think of it as a heading, uh, header, uh, a, a headline on a newspaper. It's usually bigger font and it usually tells you what the information below it is about. Uh, so you, when you're looking at a newspaper, you see the headline and then you read the text under it. And obviously that text under it is, is, uh, is whatever that kind of head, headline was talking about. Headings on a, on a computer or a web page are very similar. So in this case, I'm going to hit my H key until I hear something that says web results so that I know that I'm getting close to my search results. So I'm going to hit H. Accessibility links heading level one. Okay, well, that's not my heading. That's at heading level one. We'll talk about the different numbers in just a second. H again. Search modes heading level one. H again. Ads heading level one. Vision forward dash vision rehabilitation heading level three link. So that was the one that Luke got to underneath the ads, but I'm going to keep going. Search results heading level one. Aha, there we got search results. Okay, that tells me something. That tells me that I'm getting close now to my actual Google search results. Web results with site links heading level two. And one more. Vision forward colon homepage visited heading level three link. There's our act. There's the actual technically the first uh, search result uh, here. Uh, and we were able to get to it by heading. So by hitting our H key, I'm able to move through these different headings. Now you may have heard uh, my screen reader give different numbers, heading level one, heading level two, heading level three. Honestly, in most cases, the number isn't all that important, but really what the numbers represent is that you, if, if headings are used correctly, they're done in a hierarchical, is that a word? Good job, yep. Hier hierarchical <laughs> way. Um, and so may, my, the example I usually give is, let's say you go to a website and heading level one might be recipes. And then under that, there's heading level two, which is dessert recipes. Ooh. So dessert is a type of recipe. And then heading level three could be chocolate chip cookie recipe, which is a type of dessert, which is a type of recipe. I would have put dessert recipes right at the top, just so you know. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. That would have probably made more sense. But And then under chocolate chip recipes, it could be grandma's famous chocolate chip recipe, uh, heading level four, which is a type of chocolate chip chip recipe and so forth so I, you can see that they're kind of used in a hierarchical i just manner. feel like dessert recipes should always be at the top of any page oh yeah i agree no matter yeah. where you bbc.com <laughs> dessert recipes right at the top um so but the, the the fact of the matter in most cases the number of the heading doesn't matter all of that much the more important thing is we're using that H key to move around. Now, in this case, the Google search results page here had a lot of headings above it. I'm gonna give an example in a little bit when we go to a different web page where you'll see where headings uh, work uh, even more to your benefit. I just thought of something which okay. I'm gonna say, but it's probably gonna sound stupid. All right, mute your mic. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what I was gonna say is one important strategy for using a screen reader is learning how to listen. Oh, there's no question. I mean, it sounds obvious, but uh, just thinking about clients that I've had yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, and this actually goes back a little bit to what we were saying about the amount of information that JAWS gives you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it can be it can be overloaded and people will stop listening. Yes. Yeah. And and really, so yeah, absolutely. And, and and here at Vision Forward, when we train individuals on a screen reader, the web, the internet is always last. Um, and the reason for that is number one, they need to really build up all those core skills of navigation and, 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 and you know, you kind of build up those skills before you get to the internet, which unfortunately everyone who wants to start with the internet. Yeah, but, yeah. And number two, the big thing is, is all of those core skills getting, it, part of that is that listening piece. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that when you become a, you'll know you're a really good screen reader user when you start to hear what you need to hear and ignore everything else. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I will work on my computer and someone will say, I don't understand how you can do that. It says so much. And honestly, I don't even hear half, I only hear what I need it to say yeah. and I just completely tune out everything else. Um, and, and you're right, that, that is such an important skill because um, in, in a lot of times Jaws is also giving you hints on what to do. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times they give them at the end and at that point they have just shut down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. like I've, I've stopped listening. All right. So, we, so we've talked a little bit about two different elements so far. E for edit boxes, H for headings. Now let's see this a little bit more in action. Let's go to a vision, a vision forward web page. Control now. Address and search. So we're going to go to... Vision dash... Vision. Cheyenne dash dash blank home page vision dash forward dash For org org. slash tech talk live tech talk live enter vision dash forward dot org slash tech talk live okay tech talk so let's, vision tech. let's pretend tech talk live uh we're uh, it's pretend time we've never come to this website before now we've obviously come we we've we didn't go to just the home page, right? We went to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive. So we went to a specific page on this website, which tells us that we're here for a specific reason. We are here for the Tech Talk Live information. But we'll say we've never been to this page before. Well, we have a couple different options here, depending on where you're at and what you're comfortable with. First, we could use strategy one that Luke talked about, and we could simply do our control home, make sure we're at the top of the page, and we could start our down arrow process and eventually get to where we want to be. Now, 
one of the reasons, uh, obviously, outside of um, outside of the inefficiency, there's also another issue that gets that can happen when you use our arrow keys, and this happens a lot for for beginner users. And I just want to show it here because it's sort of important. Let's say I begin down arrowing on this web page. Same page link skip to main content. Visited link graphic vision forward association hub link donate. Here's the donate link. I come to this and let's say I am feeling very generous and I want to donate. So, okay, I know it's a link. We heard Jaws say the word link and then say the name of the link donate. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter to activate enter. this link. Tech talk live dash vision. Okay, cool. We've come to a mission. new page here. Join and support. go to the Join top of the page. And then I'm going to begin down arrowing again because now I want to find the donate information so that I can donate. So I'm going to start to down arrow. Same page link, skip to main content. Visited link, graphic vision forward. Visited link, donate. Huh. Well, here's donate again. But wait, okay, Corey, must... didn't we already come here? Yeah, well, you, this is where it can get confusing for uh -huh. people is that it, for those just starting out on web pages, they don't realize that a lot of times the top third or half of a web page is always consistent on every page within that site. So they would hit enter on donate again, even though it said visited link this time. Again, that's that cognitive overload. They're so focused on getting to where they want to go. They don't notice it said visited. So they hit enter on donate again and then up arrow and, and then start to down arrow and then, ah, oh, it didn't work again. Hit enter and, and, and donate and they become is stuck in this loop. And that's again where where that down arrow can get confusing mm -hmm. in the fact that until you realize, oh, okay, the top half of this web page always uh, it's kind of repetitive, a main navigation, a search bar, you can start to get confused. And so, let's go back to increase our tech talk size. live link increase here. tech talk live. Tech so talk. now, rather than down arrowing and getting kind of confused, again, we came to this web page for a specific reason. We wanted to learn about tech talk live. So what I'm going to do as a screen reader user is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that the uh, creator of this web page used headings and they used them correctly. I'm hoping that they used headings to to uh, to kind of denote where the uh, where the content or the main content of this web page sort of starts. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I'm going to hit H at the top of the page here. Tech Talk Live Heading Level 1. Perfect. I heard Ooh. Tech Talk Live. Well, that's what we uh, were here to do. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to treat this again as like a newspaper headline. I navigated to the headline and now I want to read the article or I want to read the content underneath this Tech Talk Live heading because that was obviously the heading I was looking for. So I'll begin to down arrow. Join us every other Thursday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time for Tech Talk Live. This B-Weekly event features demonstrations and discussion and of assistive technology for people. And I now start to get the information. Let me just keep down arrowing for a moment. With vision loss, join hosts Corey and Luke via Zoom. We're on the fun in the chat. Link register for Tech Talk Live. Okay, there's a register. Heading level two, Tech Talk Live resources. And here we have Tech Talk Live resources. So let's say the next time that we come to this web page. I'm going to go back up to the top. Tech talk lived. Let's say this is a page I come to often. Uh, let's say that uh, you know I come here uh, every two weeks because I'm going to uh, pay for my ACVREP credits. This time, rather than hitting H and landing on Tech Talk Live and then down, 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 down arrow, 
I also heard that Tech Talk Resources was its heading as well. So this time I'll hit H. Tech Talk Lib heading level one. And then H again. Tech Talk Lib Resources heading level two. And now I skipped over that little paragraph, that description of, of Tech Talk Lab because I didn't need it. So again, it's twofold here. Number one, it's using those elements to navigate the heading, but even more importantly, it's using your ears and listening and saying, oh, this is a heading. Okay, next time if I come back here, I know that I can move by headings and that's instead. It, that's exactly that mental map which we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. You started now to build up a mental map of this web page and remembering, okay, if I go two headings in, that's going to get me closer to where I need to be. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a, 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 a Tech talk. so we've we've done kind of edit boxes, we've done headings. There are more elements we can move around by as well. Let's say, for example, we've come to this web page here, but we want to go check out something else uh, on this site. Most websites use a uh, some kind of main navigation where they have the kind of the list of main categories, uh, so you can kind of drill in and find what you're looking for. In this case, let's say we want to learn about computer training here at Vision Forward. And so first what I want to do is I want to look for the main navigation. Well, the way we can do it, obviously we could go to the top of the page and we could down arrow until we found the main navigation. That's one way of doing it. But let's try to do it a little bit more efficiently by using a, 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 an element called regions. Regions are put in by web developers. And basically what a region is, is it's, it's invisible on a page. A sighted individual doesn't really see the regions. Um, but basically what it is, is, is the developer is saying, okay, this group of elements, either this group of text or these group of links are all together. They're all part of the same region. Uh, so for example, if it's the main navigation, let's say it's five links, we're going to put these five links into the into a region together and then the developer names that region whatever they want it to be so what i can do on this web page i'm at the top here if i wanted to look for the main navigation or something similar to that whatever the verbiage might be again it's going to be different on each site you go to i'm going to use my r key to move by region so i'm going to hit r visited link graphic vision forward association home r again Utility menu navigation region. Utility navigation region. Okay, well, that's not exactly what I was looking for. That's not main navigation or something similar. It's kind of a, a smaller little region, the utility. So let's hit R again. Main menu navigation region. Okay, well, I heard main menu navigation region. Well, that makes sense. This is the main menu. More, That's what I was looking for. So just like we did before with headings, I used a keyboard shortcut to move by element, R for region in this case. Now I'll start to down arrow and see what is within this region. List of five items, vertical bar, link collapsed menu store, vertical bar. Okay, so here's store. Link collapsed menu services, vertical bar. Services and so forth. Now I'm gonna keep down arrowing for a moment because I also want you to hear when the region ends. Link collapsed menu information, vertical bar. Link collapsed menu news and events, vertical bar. Link collapsed menu support us, vertical bar. List end. Main menu navigation region end. So the screen reader will also uh, report when that region ends. Now, I used my R key to move by region, but if you simply used your up and down arrow keys for the first time when you come onto that page, you'll also hear the regions 
begin and end. So that region just ended. Let's do another down arrow and let's see if we start another region. Search. Edit. Search button. Main region. Ah, there's main region. Visually, that's not on the screen, but the screen reader is telling us here's the main region. So from that main region title, we could probably figure out this is like the main content of the page. So um, whenever we go to a new page, most likely that new content will be displayed within the main region. I hear that navigating by region is the favorite method of pirates. Region? Yeah, because they get to go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. Oh, dear. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. So let's go back up. We mentioned we were looking for computer training. So I'm going to go back up to our main uh, menu navigation to services. Search button. Edit. Search. Main list. Link. Link collapsed menu. News and event. Link collapsed menu. Information. Link collapsed menu. Services. Vertical bar. And you also see as I'm using my arrow key as you get more and more comfortable, you don't have to sit and let the screen reader read everything that's on quote unquote, that line when you hit that arrow key, just simply hit the arrow key again and it'll interrupt itself. So you can start to move around more quickly. So let's hit enter to expand this up. Enter, banner region, main menu navigation. And then let's see if we can find computer training, which I should, should be under adults. List of three items nesting level one, link community education, link education and training. So we'll keep going down. List of two items nesting level, link children and youth, link adults. There's adults. List and nesting level two. So we're gonna have a nested list underneath adults. Link support groups, list and nesting level one, vertical bar, link collapsed menu information, vertical What's bar. Going? Yeah, what vertical list and link support groups. I guess they don't like us. List and net link adults. All right, let's do adults instead. That used to be there. Enter. Aww. List with three items. Banished. List with two we items. Adults banished. link. Look at that. Adults dash vision All forward. right, so we've Adul come to a new web page. Adults dash vision. And what we can do, again, rather than down arrowing, let's keep our fingers crossed and see if, if they used headings correctly. We're on the adults page, so if I hit H, I'm hoping to hear something that pertains to adults. Adults heading level one. Aha, perfect. Let's do that. Let's start to down arrow now. Woman at her desktop computer. Smart Vision Forward offers training, tools, and strategies to help adults with but vision loss lead active. We're more in computer training, so let's keep coming down. Services include colon. List of seven items. Bullet R. Link low vision services. Okay, that's that was a link, so we know that's going to take us to another page, but it was low vision services. Help to maximize your remaining vision. Bullet R. Link daily living program. No, not daily living. Introduces new approaches to bullet link communications training. No. Helps with writing a note dash take bullet link technology training. Hey, there we go. Why aren't we at the top of the list? I, yeah, that's a good point. We should talk to somebody. All right, we'll hit enter on technology. Enter. Main region, article Add region, a new page, with control home up to the to top. Technology training. And we'll Techno do our H again for headings because we know that worked in the past. So let's try it one more time. Technology training and demonstration there it heading is. level. Arrow down to start reading. Vision forward assistive technology specialists with an older woman at a computer image. You'll Craft the technology and education center image. connects yeah, people you. with vision loss to no, possibility. You. Oh, oh, <laughs> am I is it am I the trainer or the older woman? <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave that up to other people to decide. <laughs> There's alt text telling us. Vision forwards technology. So now you can see now I can start to down arrow. So again, by using these two strategies, arrow key and heading. Uh, or element browsing, I'm able to move around this web page much faster and, and much easier than if I would only use strategy one by going down, 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 and so forth. Indeed. Would you say that regions, edit boxes, and headings are the most, the, the types of navigation that you use the most? 
Um, I would say in most cases, regions and headings are going to be the top two for navigation purposes. Yes. If you're doing general navigation, uh, headings, for me, headings is always number one. When I land on a website, first thing I always do is I'm hitting H to find the, the heading to whatever pertain, the information that pertains to me. Uh -huh. And then down arrow you know, to start reading it. Mm -hmm. uh, then I'll move on to regions if I need to get somewhere quicker, if it's to the main navigation or something like that. Now there's a lot of other elements and those other elements don't really come into effect uh, until you are more filling out a form. So let's go, let's show an example of that. Let's go back up to the top of the page and go to that donate link. Now, hello? Main region, article region, technology trade. We, um, we know from before that I down arrowed a few times and got to the do, uh, donate link, but we also know from the last time we landed on it, it said it was a visited link. So rather than it just saying link, it this time says visited link because it's telling us that we have gone to that page in the past or visited it. So it, I can also use that as an element. I can use V to jump to visited links. Visited link graphic vision forward association home. One more. Visited link donate. There it is. So two presses of the V key, I was able to jump by, uh, around by visited links as well. I'll hit enter to go enter. to the donate Technology page. training and demonstration dash vision forward. Battle All right, region. so now we have our donate Join page in. up. And Join the reason it. I want Join to show it. this is on this donate page here, it's a, a, a long form. And there's a many different uh, elements that make up a form. And so let's talk a, a little bit about those and how we jump to them. First and foremost, the first element that we stop talking is the um, a radio button. So a radio button is basically uh, gives you a number of different options and you can only choose one of those. So in this case, the first radio button, if I remember correctly on this form, it's been a while since I've donated to Vision Forward was asking you how much you wanted to donate. Now your first instinct might be, well, radio button, that's R. Well, but we know regions is R. Uh -oh. So in this case, radio button is gonna be A. So if I hit my A key. Dollar 1000 radio button not checked, one of six. So I heard a couple pieces of information here. I heard uh, radio, I heard $1,000 radio button unchecked, one of six. So that tells me, first of all, I landed on $1,000 is the option here. Which I think we should check. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, I'm gonna do other and put more in. <laughs> um, and I heard that it's unchecked, so I know, okay, it's not currently selected. And then I also heard one of six, so that tells me that there are six different options within this radio button. So at this point, I could hit A again to go to the next one. What I typically do, because I know these are grouped together, six of them, I simply just use my down arrow to go to the next one. So let's see what the second option is. Dollar 500 radio button not checked. Two so of six. This is $500 unchecked, two of six. Dollar 100 radio button checked, three of six. And so forth. Now let's go back to a thousand. Dollar five, dollar one thousand radio. And we want to select this. I'm going to hit my space key. Space, main region. Dollar 1000 radio button checked, one of six. Now you heard that it said, $1,000 radio button check. So now JAWS or the screen reader lets you know that the status has changed. So that's a radio button. Now, one thing to remember with a radio button is let's now choose dollar, dollar 100 radio 100 instead. I'll select that. Space, dollar 100 radio button checked. Now, because I chose $100, if I go back to 1,000. Dollar, dollar 1,000 radio button not checked. You see it's not checked. You can only select one of those six at a time. So as soon as you choose something else, the first option you selected will be deselected and the new option will be selected. 
That's radio buttons. There's also checkboxes. And to move to checkboxes, it's X. So if I hit the X key. Make this a monthly gift checkbox not checked. I land on a checkbox here that says make this a monthly. Um, I would like make this a monthly gift checkbox. Gift. Again, I'll hit space. Space. I would like to be charged monthly group. Make this a monthly gift checkbox checked. You can now see that the in here that the checkbox is checked. So X will move us by checkboxes. C will move us by combo boxes. A good example of a combo box is when you're filling out your address, the state dropdown. So let's hit C for combo. Give combo box monthly. So here's a combo box saying, how often do you want to give monthly? Enter combo box. Well, you can only do monthly. Escape virtual PC on combo box monthly. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say, and this happens, we're filling out this form Join and, and somehow I just lost focus. My jaws for some reason jumped me away from my form. So I'm no longer in the form. I'm still on the page here. Same page link, skip to main content. But now I realize, ah, oh, crud, somehow I got up to the top of the page. Well, I could start to down arrow and try to find it again. But if I remember the last thing I was doing in that form was that combo box that said, uh, how often do you want to give it? So the best way for me to get back to my form so I can continue is just do my C again. Give combo box monthly. And now I'm right back to where I was so I can continue moving on through my form. So using those combo or using those elements to get you back to where you need to be can also be a really good skill. And we're out of time. Okay, <laughs> last, uh, just show one more quick, uh, real quick, and that's button, B for button. We filled out this form, we're ready to submit it. I'll hit B for button. Donate button. And you see we jump right down to the donate button. So again, rather than using those arrow keys, we could have gotten to this donate button by going down, 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 but we were able to skip all those other form fields, hit B and jump right to the first button on this page. If this wasn't the button we wanted, we could simply hit B again. Wrapping to top, search button. And we heard wrapping to top. So that told us that there was no more buttons on this page. It took us back to the top of the page and then found the first button it found here, which happened to be search button and landed on it, B again. Donate button. And we're right back. So that tells me there's two donate buttons here. Space, speech on demand. All right, All so right. quick reviews. So these are the two strategies that we've done today. The arrow keys moving up and down. Great way to learn the structure of a page, but not very efficient. And then the second strategy was to start using the elements or the pieces of a web page, headings, buttons, edit boxes, to more quickly navigate to those specific areas so that you can skip over stuff you don't care about. And any questions before we? Uh, we do have a couple of questions that we want to get to. What time is it? Uh, it's just coming up to 12. OK, let me give the, should I give the exit code really quick for okay. those that might well, yeah, be on a let's time? Let's do the exit code. And then we'll do questions um, okay, go just for in it. case. Exit code today, so is cleaner. Oh. You might have thought it was going to be reader, but it's not. It's Tricky. cleaner. C-L-E-A-N-E-R. Closing code today for ACVREP credit is cleaner. So now we know who's been watching all the way through and who hasn't. Sure do's. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> all right, let's switch over. Let's do some questions really quick. For those who need to go, thanks for joining us. Remember, part two will be in two weeks. Uh, but get out of here if you have to go. <laughs> all right, so uh, a couple of things. A couple of questions here, first of okay. all. We have a question from a, a long-term listener. 
and presumably fan, Jason Everett. Oh, he's got to be a fan. He must Number be at this one. point. Either yeah. that or he just watches because uh, he wants to uh, kind of cause himself pain. That's true. Yeah. Could be. Self-flagellation type of deal. Uh, but Jason asks... Uh, can you discuss any issues you may have heard regarding JAWS 2020 and Windows 10's latest update, especially with respect to audio and chipset drivers and freeze-up issues? Corey, I feel like you've been having some of these issues yourself. Yeah, so two things that are... Uh, freeze-ups, that, that's that's always been sort of common with JAWS. Uh, I mean, I, I probably reboot uh, or have some kind of freeze-up multiple times a day. Um, there's just... Unfortunately, there is not much... Uh, that I can do about that. It just happens. It's part of using a screen reader. But specific to the chipset, the audio chipset, there is a uh, a big issue going on with um, uh, and I, 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 for the life of me, I cannot think of the chipset provider off the top of my head. Although it's the same audio, uh, pretty much the, the chipset that every single audio card uses at this point. There is a bug where for uh, efficiency sake, sound cards are going to sleep really quick uh, to try to save power. And what happens then when you're a screen reader user, and it goes to sleep like within 10 seconds of, of no sound being played, which means when you then go to your screen reader and give any command, it, it that first little bit of sound is cut off. So a lot of times you miss the first thing that the screen reader says. Uh, because it's that that sound card's waking up, but it's missing that bit of that screen reader, what it was saying. The only real workaround that I have found so far is there is a small program, and you can email us at infocus at vision-forward.org, and I can send you a link, but there's a program that you can install that continuously plays silence in the background so it keeps the sound card active and live uh, as long as you've got the computer on, so you don't it doesn't fall asleep and you don't have that issue. Sounds like a, an oxymoron. It's playing the That's sound of silence. silence. Yes. It's, it's Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> sound of silence that just keeps playing over and over. <laughs> uh, that would be a great little program. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, excellent. Thank you. We have a question from Greg who asks, so while, we, while you were navigating menus earlier, Corey, yeah. Uh, we, ca we, ca we came across the term nesting level. Oh, good question. And uh, Greg asks, what is a nesting level and, and why would he use that information? Sure. So great question because it is, uh, so a nested level is basically a list within a list. So I'm going to give, give that example that we showed there on that page. So I hit, uh, I was on a list. There was five main options in that list. I hit enter on services, which was the second option. That popped up three new options. So those three new options are a nested list or a list within that main list of five. Now, the, let's say the second option of that nested list also has three options underneath that one. That would be a nested list within a nested list within a list. So basically, think of them as sub-lists uh, within the list that you're currently navigating through. And so really all that means to you is, from a screen reader standpoint, is it tells you that, okay, this next group, if you hear nested list, that tells you that the, these next couple options are specific to whatever, uh, whatever the main kind of list you heard uh, prior to hearing nested list. Um, it's easier to demonstrate than it is to talk. So hopefully I didn't confuse you more than you already are. 
Excellent. And uh, uh, Edgar Allan Poe oh, yes. wrote about the dream within a dream. Oh, I thought we had a question. Oh, uh, no, that would be amazing. <laughs> he was like, yo. Uh, Nevermore. <laughs> Never he wrote about a dream within a dream, and a nesting level is a list within a list. Yes, so exactly. Somebody should he probably. Had, uh, he, knew, he knew something. He, yeah, he was onto, the, he was onto something. <laughs> All right, um, uh, Dave, Dave Hyde, he has two first names according to Zoom. Okay. Dave, Dave. Also, it's all one word, so yes. uh, I, hope that's, I hope that's real. Dave, Dave it Hyde. It is Dave. He's from uh, Janesville. Oh, no, but I hope his first name is Dave, Dave. Uh, it is. Good. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says that the button command, as in to navigate my button, yeah. does not work with JAWS and Firefox. Is there any way of fixing it? Huh, I was unaware of that, uh, Dave. Let me let me test it when we're done here, and I'll shoot you an email because I've not seen that that that's not working. So let me take a a, a peek for you, and we'll figure out if it's a Firefox, uh, you know, if it's a certain version of Firefox, certain version of JAWS. We'll find out. Stay uh, tuned for everyone else. We'll have an answer for you in two weeks. Excellent. And uh, Greg also says, uh, can you disable autofill on web pages? It is very annoying. Yeah, within Chrome, you can. Um, Greg, shoot me an email at infocus at vision-forward.org, and I'll send you some instructions. Uh, underneath the Chrome menu, we can turn off uh, autofill. It really can be annoying. Uh, you're, you're right. All right, so, so we're, we're pretty much ready to wrap up here, but just a quick thing. Uh, Corey, did you mention at the start that people can access our resources page to... Uh, no, I uh, didn't. Okay, so for the people who are still here, which is a good number, good. Um, we can... Uh, if you want uh, some extra resources about what we've been talking about today, we do have a resources page on which we uh, put resources from each Tech Talk Live. And uh, we only started doing it last time, so there's only two on there so far. The second one of which is a PDF or a Word document mm -hmm. of um, uh, what we've been talking about today, uh, various internet strategies, including stuff that we'll be talking about next time as well. So feel free to yeah. go go there and download that. And, a lot of uh, really the, good information. Yeah, and the best way to get there is to go to vision-forward.org forward slash Tech Talk Live. And you will uh, find a section called Resources, and, uh, mm -hmm. and there should be a link to uh, those resources there. So please feel free to, uh, to go ahead and get that. Uh, Jason says, when can we get the recording? The answer to that, Jason, is right now, because uh, we are live streaming on YouTube. So all of, these, all of these sessions now are going live onto YouTube and so yeah. are available immediately. Usually, though, I think I've found with YouTube that it's usually going to take maybe 24 hours to before process. it pro yeah. processes yeah. it. So yeah. uh, maybe 24 hours or, go, or so. Uh, head over, that's a good segue. Oh, yeah, very uh, good. Head over to youtube.com slash infocustechnology. That's I-N-F-O-C-U-S technology. Uh, and you'll find all of our videos. We do post videos every Friday. Uh, Tech Talk Live Weeks, as in today, this week, that Friday video will be this Tech Talk Live session. Next week, we obviously don't have a Tech Talk Live, so you'll get a, uh, a kind of a Tech Talk video that we do, usually 10 minutes or less, and it's specific uh, uh, de demonstrating a, a, a product. So it's uh, more of a produced review of a product versus uh, us hanging out and having a good time. Uh, but you'll find all the videos there at youtube.com slash infocus technology. Yes, you will. And with that, we thank you 
for yeah. watching. It's been uh, another fun session, and we look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time when we will be carrying on this discussion about strategies for internet navigation. In the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderful couple of weeks, and we look forward to seeing you then. Goodbye. Bye, all.